RTHK, the news at 11 with Andrew Shirovsky. Our headlines, People's Liberation Army says it conducted strike drills in the sea and airspace around Taiwan over the weekend. The catering and tourism sector representatives report an improvement in business over the Christmas break. And South Korea scrambles fighter jets and helicopters after North Korea flies five drones into its airspace and calls the intrusion a provocation. China's Air Force conducted strike drills in the sea and airspace around Taiwan on Saturday and Sunday in response to what the military called provocation from the island and from the United States. The People's Liberation Army's Eastern Theater Command said in a statement that they'd conducted joint combat readiness patrol and drills around Taiwan. The exercises are reported to have involved 71 aircraft entering Taiwan's air defense identification zone over a 24-hour period, making it the largest by Beijing to date. Hong Kong's sole delegate to the National People's Congress, Tam Yu Chung, says he believes all border restrictions between Hong Kong and the mainland can be removed by June. Speaking on a radio program, Mr. Tam said the pace of reopening work would be faster than originally thought. He added that officials from both sides will have to decide on how to start relaxing their quarantine requirements and quotas. Chief Executive John Lee says quarantine-free travel between Hong Kong and the mainland will resume very soon in a gradual, orderly, and safe manner. Writing in the Takung Pao newspaper, he said authorities would take into consideration the COVID situation on both sides of the border, formulate plans, and strike a good balance. He says the reopening would boost Hong Kong's economy, adding that the new year will be a prosperous one. Representatives from the catering and tourism sectors say business improved significantly during the Christmas holiday following the relaxation of COVID restrictions here. The president of the Institute of Dining Professionals, Raymond Choi, told an RTHK program trade was bustling during the holiday season. Meanwhile, Yuan Chen Ning, who's executive director of Worldwide Package Travel, said outbound travel had seen a V-shaped recovery since border restrictions were eased. He said he believed the darkest period for the industry has passed. The president of the Society of Hospital Pharmacists of Hong Kong, William Choi, says he expects some residents from the mainland will come to Hong Kong to buy medication after the border is reopened. He said local pharmaceutical companies should quickly boost their production now in view of surging demand to come. We do concern about people from mainland China because they demand for more symptomatic relief medication. They may go to Hong Kong to get more medication because at the moment they are looking for medication in the mainland China, but the supply is very limited. The Hong Kong government should contact with the local drug manufacturer to increase the manufacturing of the uh, paracetamol and also other uh, symptomatic relief medication, which may be a great demand by the people of mainland China and also by the people of Hong Kong. Choi said the government must make it clear that medications and vaccinations are not free of charge for non-Hong Kong residents. Health officials reported 19,398 new COVID cases, including 865 imported infections. Another 47 people with the virus have died. South Korea has scrambled fighter jets and helicopters in response to five drones flown into its airspace by North Korea. Seoul called the intrusion a clear act of provocation and said it had sent surveillance planes into the north. The BBC's Gene McKenzie reports. 
The drones were spotted crossing the border at around 10.30 this morning. Four flew off to the west, while one made it all the way down to the outskirts of the capital, Seoul. The South Korean military sent up jets and attack helicopters to shoot them down. They fired about 100 rounds, but failed to bring any of the drones down before they disappeared from sight. This is the first time a North Korean drone has entered South Korean airspace since 2017. Its drones pose a threat to the South's security, as they could be used both to spy on it and to launch an attack. And taking a look at the weather, fine and dry, cool tomorrow morning with lows of about 15 degrees in town, a few degrees lower in the new territories, and a high of about 19 degrees. Moderate to fresh east and northeasterly winds, occasionally strong offshore and on high ground. The outlook mainly fine on Wednesday, but still cool in the morning, and it'll get colder later in the week. The temperature right now is 16 degrees Celsius, with the relative humidity standing at 66%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Severe flooding in the southern Philippines on Christmas Day has forced the evacuation of nearly 46,000 people from their homes. At least eight people have been killed and 19 others are reported to be missing after heavy seasonal rain inundated parts of the island of Mindanao. Ukraine has given a strong hint that it was behind a drone attack on a Russian airfield which killed three people. A Ukrainian Air Force spokesman said what happened was a result of Russian aggression. Russia said the drone was shot down over the Engels Air Base with falling debris killing the three servicemen. The BBC's Steve Rosenberg reports from Moscow. This is the second time in less than a month that Engels Air Base has been attacked. In both cases, the Russian military has blamed Ukrainian drones. Russia's defence ministry claims that during the night, its air defences reacted and shot down a drone as it approached the base. It is embarrassing for the Kremlin. The idea that a Ukrainian drone has once again flown hundreds of miles across Russian territory without being intercepted raises questions about the security of military installations in Russia. A former communist rebel commander, Prachanda, has been sworn in as Nepal's prime minister for the third time. President Bidya Devi Bandari administered the oath to Prachanda, whose full name is Pushpa Kamal Dakhal. The BBC's Ambarasan Ithirajan reports. In politics, there are no permanent friends or enemies. The former Maoist leader Prachanda dramatically switched sides to clinch the premiership. He has joined forces with the opposition Communist Party of Nepal, which has been given ministerial roles, including the post of Deputy Prime Minister. A few weeks ago, they were in rival camps. As per the accord, Prachanda will head the new government for the first half of its five-year term. Political leaders, diplomats and officials attended the swearing-in ceremony in Kathmandu. Prachanda will have to prove his majority in parliament next week. The UN Refugee Agency says it fears 180 Rohingya refugees adrift for weeks in the Indian Ocean have probably died. It said their unseaworthy boat had drifted in busy shipping lanes without receiving help. Two other boats carrying Rohingyas have arrived in the Indonesian province of Aceh in the past two days. Here's Itaya Veriri, a spokesman for the International Organization for Migration. We are working with 57 refugees, all male, who arrived yesterday, Christmas Day, early morning in Aceh. But my colleagues in Indonesia are telling me that there's another boat that has just arrived in the PD district of Aceh, 
And uh, from what I can see, this is a much larger boat, and this time including women and children in very poor health condition. And to sport, the Premier League football is back. The leaders' arsenal start the day with a five-point advantage over Manchester City at the top. City aren't in action until Wednesday, but Arsenal are at home to West Ham in tonight's late game. Newcastle United have a chance to go second in the table, but they need to win away at Leicester City, whose boss is Brendan Rodgers. When you're up there in, in those positions, is that you need some luck as well with, with injury and and, you know, I said the same thing about Arsenal last year. I felt that they could have been in the top four as long as they, they keep the, their best players available. It, it happened to us where towards the end of our, our two seasons when we just missed out on, on Champions League. We didn't have our best players available. I'm pretty sure that Newcastle will strengthen their squad. Uh, and if they do that, then I'm, uh, with the players they have already there, I'm sure there'll be a big motivation to stay there. Head coach Julian Lopetegui will be in charge of Wolves for the first time in a Premier League match there at Everton. Wolves have signed the Brazilian international Mateus Cunha in, a, in an initial loan deal from Atletico Madrid. He'll be joining them on January the 1st with an automatic permanent deal to follow worth a club record 52 million U.S. dollars. Here's the Wolves boss, Lopetegui. In the next matches, we, got, we have to put the focus in the play that they have here and they have to, to play against the, the rest of the team. You talk to me about Cunha, he's a good player, I know him. I think he's a good uh, signing for us, uh, for the present and, um, and also for the future. Meanwhile, in the early game, Brentford held Manchester United to a two-all draw. And to end the news tonight, our top stories once again. The People's Liberation Army says it conducted strike drills in the sea and airspace around Taiwan on the weekend. The catering and tourism sector representatives report an improvement in business over the Christmas break. And South Korea scrambles fighter jets and helicopters after North Korea flies five drones into its airspace. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio Free Heavenly shades of night are falling It's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling Tis twilight time When purple colored curtains mark the end of day I'll hear you, my dear, at twilight time Season's greetings to one and all. Thank you ever so much for tuning in to Twilight Time. We got 50 minutes together tonight to share some music from a bygone era. And if you'd like a song, it's Radio Pete at Gmail. Quite a curious little selection for you tonight. And the first one for your entertainment is a lovely song from Sammy K. Together at last at Twilight Time. Starting 
Sweet. 